0: How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I just have to share one thing with you, though. The reason why I missed your first Skype call is because I went to the restroom and oddly, um, we had the, I made my kids garlic bread for dinner and there were garlic bread crumbs in my bathtub. I don't know how that happened, but I thought I'd share that with you. (laughs) Bathtub. I'm not sure if someone was eating garlic bread while in the tub or they tossed a piece into
0: the tub. But. but, But but they hadn't actually taken a bath. It was just in the tub.
1: Maybe, maybe not. But we probably will never know the truth because no one will ever
0: admit. It. <laughs> just sitting in the tub, eating my garlic bread. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you know, you, it's never-ending excitement there at the. Yeah,
1: always something new
0: at the homestead. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely.
0: Well, it's been another uh, chaotic and terrifying week in the news. Yep. <laughs> we won't dwell on that too much, but I just want to say that if you have teenage sons, war is no joke, people. That's right. That's yeah. right. Just remember Absolutely. that. If your kids are grown and you don't have kids, you might want to, you might take uh, the situation more lightly. But when you got teenage boys, it's not funny. So, Yes. What is, in the
1: words of our generation, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, just for uh, for our listeners, uh, I, you may be listening to this some point in the future. Um, this was the week that our, uh, not our president, that president, <laughs> <laughs> not mine. decided to um, execute the Iranian military leader, uh, without consulting with, you know, the generals and, uh, yeah, R- rationally made another decision. I-, I will tell you that the li- I, uh, I heard a rumor I, or someone was sharing a rumor on Twitter where someone who worked with Trump on um, the Apprentice shows said that he's addicted to Adderall. So <laughs> take that as you will, but it might explain something. <laughs> Wow. Some well, of this it
1: certainly wouldn't be surprising.
0: Yeah, it takes Adderall and then he also takes Sudafed to, I guess, like oh, Adderall God. makes everything runny and then Sudafed dries it up. I
1: don't know. And it makes you more hyper and
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Can All you right. imagine what a crazy combination that would be?
1: Um, Yeah. I haven't experienced that combination myself, but I certainly can imagine. It
0: might explain some of the insanity. (laughs) So I just had to put uh, my little dog on my lap because. I was going
1: to say, there's a furry
0: fella there. Yes. For some reason, he was scratching at the carpet and then staring at me forlornly. So he wants to be in the podcast. Say hello, Hello. Aero. He doesn't speak. He just looks at you and makes you, unnerves you with his gaze.
1: <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that sounds
0: very serious, uh,
1: very serious. <laughs> He's only looking at you though, not me, yeah,
0: so do you have any other news before we get down to your topic
1: oh patty, i don't even I can't even comment on the news. It's so uh. Any per-
0: personal news, family news, besides besides garlic <laughs> bread in the bathtub? Garlic bread
1: in the bathtub? I mean, that's pretty much how my life goes. I mean, yeah. who knows where things come from, Patty? Who knows? It did occur to me today that I'd like to just pull up a big, huge dumpster and just start taking barrels of stuff out. Whew. I mean, the amount of stuff, you know, talking about, uh, you know, uh, save the earth, the amount of stuff six people can accumulate <laughs> is insane.
0: It is amazing. It is. I was thinking uh, about that. I was thinking about that today. There was a point before I was married where. Um, uh, remember that uh, for a little while I lived in our grandmother's house because yeah, she I she do. had gone to live with mom and, one of our cousins yeah. and I were living in that house getting it ready for them to sell, and I yep. thought about the fact that I moved into that house and I had no belongings like I just moved <laughs> into the. Back bedroom. I brought my clothes, and I like. Dude. Now look at you. Yeah, at that point, I, I like had a laptop and some work clothes, <laughs> and um, a dog on and off at different times. But yeah, right now we've got. You're right. We have so much stuff. It's uh, crazy.
1: I mean, pretty much all I needed was a pair of sweatpants for the weekend and a couple suits for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Patty, those were
0: the days. Those were the days we were less yeah. burdened. Yeah. Yes. We, sh- we we should all try and get back to not having less stuff. It'd be a good idea.
1: I agree. That's what I was saying. Is I really? I mean, I just have to. I don't know. Purge.
0: Purge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll be a future. I mean, the thing is, when you have. It's a good topic. Yeah, I mean, you think right
1: you you're going to use it again. Or- think another kid's going to use it and you hold on to it oh my other kid will use this and then you forget about it so.
0: yeah yeah we may have to we may have to do a Marie Kondo episode <laughs> talk about purging me. stuff yeah <laughs> we got a. we got a condo well, this we have podcast <laughs> we
1: have some other things to we have some emotional things to That's urge. true.
0: Let's start with the emotional stuff and then we'll work our way to yep. the physical exactly. stuff.
1: But, right. I agree. I agree.
0: So, what's your topic for the week?
1: So, my topic is uh, you know, I was, we've talked about this before. I was obsessed with the uh, Mute R. Kelly campaign. Uh huh. For many reasons, but I'm going to tell you why this second documentary has really affected me. First of all, I did listen to his music in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, I liked his music. I mean, well, I, you know, I, like I believe I can fly. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but everybody knows that song, right? I mean, it's, of course. It's, it's yeah. a um, I hate to say it's a classic, but it's kind of a classic. And
1: It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, and, and watching this, there's a lot of discussion, which I'll get into later, but I, I just think it was this, that series, which I think there was four, uh, hour episodes this time. Yeah. Um, and the women have, there are more women involved now. He is in, in jail waiting. Okay. Um, so wait,
0: catch me um, up. Trial. So there's. There's been there was one oh. set of episodes that was the first, the first season yes. essentially well, last and,
1: year, and I don't even remember how many there were. They are on Netflix now, but I think there were four, maybe six last time, I, and that was just the women coming out and telling their stories. Well, After that happened,
0: what was it called the, though?
1: What something. Um, surviving our surviving killing. our killer. okay
0: so there was one season and now they've started a second season
1: this is the second season so okay. after the first season the district attorney um, actually called on TV for women that have been victimized oh gosh. And a bunch of women came forward and that was the um, you know started the ball in motion of charges and oh, wow. he had a first set of charges got out on bail by some female that posted his bail then he had a whole set of nine counts based on one of the women from the documentary. She was 14, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And um, she, uh, he is now in jail awaiting um, that trial. Oh. But these were all of the women now coming forward, uh, in addition to others. And, um, again, some people from the industry, but, I think the most significant to me was Tarana Burke, who is, you know, the Me Too movement. Um, She is the originator of the Me Too movement in terms of the hashtag and, you know, um, organizing it. And that is now her um, sole job and purpose in terms of um, what she does. But she really had, just She really started to kind of bring the pieces together where, of course, it's still absolutely astonishing that this person got away with this. But a couple of the things she said is, um, you know, she was talking about the women. And obviously, it's very brave of these women. The stuff they've gone through after the first um, documentary, they have been absolutely harassed on social media. Oh. I mean, they have been called everything, you know. And I mean,
0: so it, these and, are women that came forth in the documentary and told their yes. story of being victimized by r kelly right. and um and how many were there?
1: Oh my gosh, I think i I know there's been over forty women that have come forward, but oh, wow. the documentary only focuses on like uh seven
0: and Karen, total. how long do you, did he keep up this behavior?
1: <laughs> He's in his fifties.
0: So it started like when he was doing
1: this, well, and and, you know, and and I don't want it. And this is one thing you're saying is I don't want it to be about him, but, you know, since he was in his twenties.
0: Oh my gosh. So he was a lot of of sexual,
1: he was a victim of sexual abuse himself, but of course you know, Tarana Burke says, you know, that's, that's no longer an excuse. There's plenty of people that go through that. Right. And there's plenty of resources that you don't for 30 years victimize other people.
0: Right. And the fact that nobody intervened or or spoke up terrible.
1: Yes. Well, some women tried and it's really interesting when they talk about their stories and how it was swept under the rug. Uh, So, um, you know, she says that we try to protect the perpetrator perpetrators because it uh, makes us feel less guilty.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh-huh. you know, blaming
1: these women is like, so now we are not culpable. So you know, her quote was protect the perpetrators. And this is another way to ease and uh, ease the guilt. And by blaming the parents of these girls as well. Right. Oh, they're horrible parents and horrible parents. And there were two sets of parents that came on to talk. And I mean, it, it's really as a parent, oh my gosh, you know, we've all been shocked by things. Our kids have Like <laughs> you think, oh my gosh, is that my kid? We yeah. Or sometimes they say or do things and you just, I don't know who you are. Um, you know, kids don't always tell their parents the truth. So yeah. these girls were hiding this relationship, and they weren't telling their parents when this guy was texting them or.
0: And these were underage girls. Yep. Um, I forgot what I was gonna ask you. Sorry. Oh, is she saying so Tarana, was she saying that like we,, uh, when we blame the parents or we blame the victims, meaning those of us who want to consume, you know, the music that's being put out by these right. like a, a R. Kelly or a Michael Jackson, we don't want to feel guilty for enjoying that. So we right. find or, excuses. Or
1: not believing it because, and you know, she's not just talking about R. Kelly. She's talking about right. family members. Oh, I see. You know, yeah. lot of these girls were victims of other sexual abuse in their history, in their family history. And she was saying, you know, a lot of people don't want to blame the person who does it. They right. blame the victim because it couldn't be my brother, sister, uncle, cousin, right. because that's too hard to deal with. So too instead, terrible to think do? about. You know.
0: Right. But, or they say uh, teenagers are hysterical or right. they make up right. stories. Or they're bad
1: parents or what were you wearing or you you wanted to be with him or whatever they're saying. It, right. it really doesn't. The stuff these women describe is nothing anybody would want. <laughs>
0: so. Not to mention the fact that they were children. They <laughs> they're under young. eighteen. They're children. Right.
1: <laughs> there was there was one woman that was twenty one, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the stuff he did to her is just uh, uh, unspeakable. But uh, um, he f- had a way of preying on vulnerable people, right? So, but one thing Toronto Burke said was just drop him out of the picture and focus on the victim and just listen to their story. That you know you don't have to say she's a hundred percent true. I believe everything she says, but they're, they're asking you to hear their voice. Right. And, um, one thing she closed everything off, which was powerful to me. She said, we have always had our voices, but now this is about others hearing us. And I thought that was really interesting because these women have all spoken up to mm-hmm. someone or someplace or police or to somebody. And she said, now, you know, all of a sudden people are all of a sudden listening to us mm-hmm. and that's, that's the difference. And I think that was really powerful as well. Yeah. So she talked about some cultural things too, which were interesting. Um, but that would be specific to this case, you know, in terms of victimization and women of color and, yeah. um, you know, who police believe, right. which you know, is absolutely part of the picture. But I mean, it just really, for me, <clears throat> it was such a powerful thing to have her woven in there as well as there were other significant women, um along in terms of you know psychology and research and ethnic studies that also had a lot of powerful things to say yeah. but I just thought in terms of our podcast and what we've talked about Toronto Burke was the most recognizable so I really appreciated you know her summing it up in terms of what we're dealing with um, society right now yeah and uh, you know Harvey Weinstein is coming up for I think he started his and his trial start this week. I think so. It's been hidden a little bit because there's been so else going on. Yeah. But, um, the focus has
0: shifted. Too. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really interesting point. And it's true, uh, not just in the Me Too movement, but in all kinds of situations where, um, you know, we decide as a society. Um, which victims we're going to focus on and and even when they're credible we may decide not to validate their concerns right. and you know sometimes it's a matter of resources sometimes it's a matter of racism <laughs> or sexism right. um right. but um I'm glad that you know the me too movement is is bringing some of these stories to light and like you said that for some reason, I think I think women just finally got mad enough that they were like, we're not going to be quiet until <laughs> until you pay attention. And, and that's actually one good thing that's come out of this presidency is and women got so fired up and angry over that election.
1: Keep it going, ladies. Yeah. Keep it going. Stay ladies. mad. Everybody <laughs> out there. Yeah. If. If we don't pull the vote, we're in for it. We have to get everybody voting.
0: Yeah. Got to get geared up. And if happen. you can, you know, volunteer with some organizations and knock on doors with, uh, make phone calls, whatever you can do. See, so try and find some time to do and something. It, and
1: life, Patty, one thing to add is another thing that kind of I had just finished listening to the Ronan Farrow podcast. Yeah. Um, the Catch and Kill.
0: Yeah, that was good. That's right
1: about his exposure of Harvey Weinstein. It was very good. Yeah. And um, He has made several appearances and he has done it with Rosanna Arquette and the woman in the podcast that actually uh, wears a wire. Oh, and, yeah. Um, oh, the model. Get, you know, get credit to in terms of uh, what he went through to expose that yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: so, I give him a lot of credit. He didn't give up. And when you know they turned him down at the New York Times, he went across the street to to what yep. was it in Vanity Fair where it was originally yes. published. Yep. Yeah. That
1: was his original uh column. Right. And then it went on to it's now a book.
0: He was so. and, and you know he was doing that reporting at a time where he wasn't getting the support from his editors. They were they were telling him actually to back off right. and he he kept after it. So he deserves a lot of a lot of credit. And um and he, right. he talked in that podcast about how he was being followed by Weinstein's <laughs> Goons and, you know, he was facing some of the same intimidation that um, a lot of the women who were victimized by Harvey were facing. So,
1: Isn't that, And the women who are in this documentary. Yeah. They said people are spitting on them and chasing them down the street and calling them names i mean you know why are we re-victimizing these people it doesn't matter if you believe them or not that's, right they don't deserve that
0: no that's ridiculous so that's
1: right. and yeah, all because
0: right. you want to listen to a song <laughs>
1: right because you want to justify that you want to whatever kind of worship you have for this person yeah. whether it's their talent or whatever I, I really I understand why people say they could separate the art from the artist. I'm not one of those people. I'm just No, too,
0: it's really hard to do. I find it really hard.
1: I, I can't do it.
0: You know what's another interesting point? Some um there was some conversation I heard today about Harvey Weinstein's wife. And I guess she's still working. She's a judge on um one of the fashion shows right now. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know how. I I don't, you know, that's a really tough one. Like, she didn't commit the crimes, but could she be living? She
1: loved him, though.
0: Maybe she did, but she was certainly with him when he was doing a lot of this stuff. And if she never, if she didn't know, then she was very ignorant. If she did know and she didn't say anything, then does she have some culpability? I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. I don't want to punish everybody who, I mean, she might have been victimized herself in some way. It's just really right. it's really interesting, but I do think that if you if you married someone who was this kind of a monster and now you do have some knowledge of that, you know, at least at least make a statement, find a way to make amends in some way. I'm not saying she has to go to jail or make financial reparations, but um, if she could say something to the victims that would help them understand right. how, you know, as a woman, she could turn a blind eye or, you know, how she was fooled herself, I think it would be helpful rather than just going on with your life and enjoying your notoriety. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, And I think that was part of the point that Tamara Burke was trying to say too, is that, you know, we're all culpable. When you don't lift up people whose voices they're they're speaking and whether you believe them or not, you know, you still, they deserve to be heard.
0: Try to listen, try, try to meet them where they are. I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to accept more responsibility in my day to day life um, for, you know, for my own mistakes, but um, you know, uh, trying to be less judgmental of other people and the choices they Uh make and Yes, life's complicated these days, Karen. (laughs) It's a crazy world.
1: It is. And you have to really make a conscious effort sometimes to just stop and really hear what the person, Right. you know, more than hearing, understanding where they're coming from.
0: Right. (laughs) And you know what, full circle, a lot of the reasons that all we get so caught up in things that make us anxious, make us lie, cause us to have a lack of integrity because we want to have more things. And we don't really need more Uh, things. (laughs) So if we we can separate ourselves from our things, then we can live our lives with more integrity. That's easy to say, really hard to do, but that's just something I've been thinking about.
1: (laughs) You know, yeah. And it's part of what sucked in a lot of those 14, 15 year old girls. too. It
0: is, it is. It's why people, you know, like you said, why people worship these guys, why they, you know, why they worship a a lying president. Why (laughs)
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. America's a little bit sick in that sense. But we're hopeful. Uh, Oh yes. We're hopeful. We're hopeful. Let's see what we can do here in the next year. Well that was a tough (laughs) that was a tough topic, KJ. We're gonna try and do something lighter next week. I gotta think about exactly what it's gonna be. I had some ideas and then I but I I didn't write them down. So So I can't, well, I can't yeah. tease it on oh, this episode. Are
1: we, can, are we doing it? Okay, well, we can talk about our play.
0: Oh, it's about the play Although that we I go to see. That's yeah, be
1: a heavy topic too.
0: Yeah, that's going to be heavy. Yeah. We might say <laughs> that we're going to see Dear Evan Hansen, and uh, we will talk about that at some point. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, but I think we're going to do something lighter next week. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Uh ye old plastic surgery. We're getting to that age where oh. more and more women are are fixing their faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we gotta yep. we're gonna talk about the pros and cons. Why people do okay. it, why they why right. they don't do it, whatever. I yeah. Okay. All right. Very interested to hear. All right. All right, we're gonna talk about your facelift. <laughs>
1: <laughs> about my facelift
0: that yeah. so you have an ad.
1: hopefully yeah
0: we're gonna plan your surgery
1: that's, that's my kids college education right there yes my exactly kid's gonna go to college or i get a facelift oh that's well. a big
0: reason why a lot of people don't do it yep all yeah. right well folks when you to tu- tune in uh for the next episode of mom's talking to hear all about facelifts <laughs> Plastic surgery, <laughs> that's a topic that more and more women our age are talking about, but also more younger people. I'm seeing people getting yeah. facelifts earlier and earlier, so it'll be a topic for next week. And in the meantime, we're all going to try and think less about our stuff.
1: Uh, talk more.
0: And talk more. live with integrity. And listen.
1: There's our goals.
0: That's our goals for goals. the week. Okay talk to you next week okay Pete bye mom's talking mom's talking just a couple of moms mom's talking mom's talking mom's talking just a couple of mom's talking